This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Hey there, Rat Bastards. Welcome to Rat Castle. This is a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I'm Uncle Dave, and with me today are Nathan. Oh, hello. Sarah. Hi. Janine. It's so glad to be back. No, it's so good to be back. I'm out of so practice. <laughs> it's so glad to be good. Practice. Great. Good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Happy. Okay. Yep. And, and Victoria. Hello. All righty. Uh, this has been a hell of a week, everyone. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> say the least. We're, yeah. we're going to power through anyway. How bad for everybody. Uh, we all know what's going on in the world. So let's talk about some weird and fun stuff instead for uh, an hour and take our minds off the hellhole that is this country at the moment. So, um, uh, and if you're not clear of our politics from previous episodes, uh, you can fuck the hell off, by the way. So, <laughs> no, if you're not clear, now you're clear. If you yeah. don't like it, <laughs> You don't like it. Yeah. Then you can go do that. Okay. (laughs) I don't want, I don't want someone's ignorance to be the reason they, they like it cast away. I I can't wait. I can't wait for the user mail. That says something like you keep politics out of your podcast. Just, just do your podcast. And that's what. Just talk about Disney. It's for everybody. It's what Walt would have wanted. It's almost, it's it's almost like if progressive is not the second uh, word in our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, sorry. I was feeling fiery there. Um, (laughs) We are. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, really. Uh, let's start out with Disney theme parks and starting out on the East Coast with Disney World's Janine. I hear we have a couple of things uh, teed up here, starting with uh, uh, something about a train station. Yeah. So um, a while back, Disney famously got rid of the Magical Express and pivoted to like the minivans and things like that. And they, there was some talk alongside all this about putting in a train station that would connect disney springs to i didn't read this i'm sorry guys (laughs) i I just i realized i got distracted by other things and this is the first i'm reading this and i realized i was just reading wwws janine is is that is you're doing great you're you're coming back full Coming back strong. I yeah. think, you know, I haven't, I haven't read it either, but I will say what my assumption would be is thinking about that. If it's a commuter thing that's supposed to bring people to property and to the resort, having them all dumped at Disney Springs, like, yeah, that's with, real with weird. Luggage that's and a ba- horrible with idea. luggage and yeah. bags. It's, it's, it's kind of a terrible idea. Like, I mean, I guess there it is a hub. There are buses that will get you to the rest of the. Yeah. Well, hotels, yeah. I mean, based on what I heard about Brightline, to be honest, it's kind of a good thing that they canceled that. Uh, well, right. I mean, they're, they're still hitting up International Drive and Universal is still getting uh, okay. kind of, I mean, it's not a Universal stop, but in the same way that Universal can kind of utilize a lot of things uh, because they're just part of the urban environment down there, mm-hmm. um, that they're getting a station kind of there as well. Uh, I, there is supposed to be one near um, Disney Springs, just not at disney springs how and, yeah i wonder yeah. where that would be oh maybe it's the old crossroads site oh. yeah right <laughs> those developers are are already chomping at the bit at other things so who knows and maybe that was a problem too is it's just hard to find the right I, I wouldn't you know railroads were a lot easier when uh it was just 
land and a farmer was like i don't know i'll take a potato and you're like okay like now it's too complicated so (laughs) this kind of sounds like they didn't want it because it was going to go to other places there's been like rumors that have been going around where universal has been lobbying the florida department of transportation to have the station next to universal because Mm -hmm. they're going to be adding a lot of traffic with the whole epic universe um so disney i guess according to the rumors, got really upset about Universal's interests in this and their increased um, participation in the in the project with Brightline that they decided to pull out. And I think Disney thinks that it's going to maybe make Brightline come crawling back to them. <laughs> maybe. It's hard to imagine. It, it, it doesn't make or break Disney. I just think people are tired of seeing Disney say no to or take away transportation options yeah and still be yeah. like oh, we have our minivans we brought them back and people are like i'm not paying double the amount of an uber for your minivan so i mean I that's know. true too like what does that mean for a magical express like i think that's just dead i think yeah. then they cancel magical express yeah H- how do you justify the prices that you charge without like a huge part of the affordability of the disney resorts is we don't have to rent a car yeah. yeah. You know, it shaves off a huge amount of your stress and your budget. So I, I just don't understand the value proposition there. The, there that's one. exactly, there isn't one. It's <laughs> yeah. because there really isn't. <laughs> they're twirling their mustaches and getting more money. So, yeah. Speaking of twirling mustaches, we have some yeah. villains uh, uh, arriving Ooh, on the property. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, 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 a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Um, yeah. So uh, they're uh, opening the. Uh, Janine, did you read this one? I'm I just did curious. read this one. I actually read like multiple. <laughs> that's what happened is I got like really sucked into the villain's lair. It's okay. It's okay. I'm yeah. just joking. I'm that's okay. Yeah. No, I'm exhausted. I'm just tired. And I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just with life. Not just, you know. Um, so yeah, Disney Vacation Club is uh, opening the Top of the World Lounge at the Contemporary um, pretty soon. Um, within the next couple of weeks on July 11th. Um, it's... Um, I don't know. I don't think it's really much to write home about. Looking at the images that they have of it, I don't get villain vibes from it. I kind of just get like generic hotel vibes. But it's apparently a villain-themed lounge, which comes through with some portraits that they describe being around but are not pictured in the imagery at all. And some pretty fun menu item names, which they Mm -hmm. had some fun with that, which that makes sense. That's a free way to theme your restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, we'll never see it. Yeah, I mean, unless you know, unless you're DVC. And if so I know DVC, we're not going there. Oh, you're just not going to go there. Period. Like, the, like why? It just looks like a generic. I don't. It's the top of the world. I mean, know? that's cool. You can see the fireworks, I guess. But this doesn't replace California Grill, does it? This is the lounge, right? Yeah, this is just oh, yeah. yeah. It's just a just lounge. A lounge. Right? Yeah. Okay. Those pictures don't look very villainy, for sure. It doesn't. It just looks like a generic hotel restaurant. Yep. Is Disney going for generic vibes these days? Like, I'm confused. Did you guys see the Enchanted Rose bar at Grand Floridian? Um, it's that sort of like Beauty and the Beast subtlety thing. Um, and then, of course, Citrus now has sort of a Mary Poppins subtlety thing. And, I mean, this is what that is, which is, oh, you can't see in a wide shot that it's villains, but, like, I'm sure if you got closer to the... I just don't see it at all. I don't all. see it. I don't think this is at, as good as the uh, as either of the other two. Like villains, I think it should be dark and like gothic. Yeah. It shouldn't be blue and orange tones with pops of red. <laughs> I do. I mean, it looks. Here's the thing about this, which I think is super weird. It looks 
like an Incredibles lounge. Yes. Like it's, it, it, well, that it, might have been the competing. It very much feels like they decided to not – remember, they did the testing. They put the entire Incredibles room together, the contemporary, mm-hmm. to figure out if that was going to be the new vibe. Um, and this this looks like that was where they were going to go. And then they did a, a, a meme of the car you know, swerving right. Like it looks <laughs> like they're kind of backpedaling and doing something different because they thought, oh, well, Villains is a, a more broad – intellectual property so we can do more things or something the theming is basically the drink and food names like chernaborg charcuterie yeah. board the yeah. chernaborg are you I, unfortunate yeah. souls shrimp are you kidding me what's that restaurant that has um i think it's like a wonderland restaurant that has snow white and um oh artist point yeah i was expecting something like that for mm. this where you have like that level of theming and also the characters because i feel like when you have villains like i'm expecting something crazy and exi- like exciting like a lot of that type of stuff when it comes to villains like i want to walk in there and feel like i'm at villains are Nash. over the top like yeah, yeah. Like, right. they there's no subtlety the about villains yeah like this is just so dull and like maybe we're spending too much time on it but it's honestly a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> we are let's but here's the yeah. thing I will, let me put it like this i think this will this will layer it in nicely i don't see a single chair that is fabriced in dalmatian so it's not doing it right <laughs> the whole like, point. It's not Corolla approved, and therefore I don't approve of it. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on. I, uh, it's only end of June, but it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Christmas starts in the resorts in like, you know, October, if you want to count Halloween overlay. But, <laughs> uh, so, so, really, only a couple months away. Um, but uh, one of the new Christmas features uh, at uh, Walt Disney World is involving. Uh, our favorite new attraction with Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes, I'm so excited for this. I think that this is such a great decision that Disney made where they have, uh, they're adding holiday music tracks to the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. And if you guys haven't done that yet, that ride is a hoot. I loved it so much more than I imagined that I could. Um, and uh, they're putting in Christmas music, which I think is just a great way to create more fun seasonal layers to epcot yeah. um mm-hmm. i love that it's going to have i guess the music from the guardians of the galaxy holiday special oh right i think that's that's my yeah i'm assuming yeah because they talk about like do. a song that has it so i think it has to be from that holiday special that's um, an easy rights thing they did yeah, at the same yeah. time exactly yeah. it's true. clever I, I just i'm excited and I bet you it's uh, it, like it's probably retro stuff, but also um, covers of yeah. Christmas songs because there's not a lot of, of. I mean, you've got Jingle Bell Rock, you've got you know, if, of course, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas of You" with, is you is going to be in there. We know this as a fact. The, like the Ronnie Spector stuff, and you know the the, yeah. the big wall of sound Christmas songs. Those will all be there. Will it just be music, or are they going to have like a whole different vibe, similar to like Monsters After Dark? I mean, what I read was music. But you know what they could do is that it's the music, but the little quips and stuff from the from Rocket and everybody yeah. as you ride could yeah. be holiday themed, right? Like, oh yeah. From, I mean, they got budget Rocket, so they can bring him in again for <laughs> bootleg nothing. Bootleg Rocket, yeah. So, bootleg, <laughs> bootleg Rocket, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody! That was our great value Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> the up and up version of the up and up and up Rocket. <laughs> up and up Rocket, yeah. Not up and up. Oh. oh, I don't know. This is exciting. Is this the quickest holiday overlay we've ever gotten on a new ride? 
I mean, this is going to be yeah. months well, after Yeah, Halloween. it is. How quickly did Monsters After Dark come in? Uh, that was like the first year in Halloween, yeah. uh, after, right after yeah. it opened. I, I would not be surprised if they added Christmas songs to um, to here in California as well, to uh, um, Mission Breakout, just because it be wouldn't smart. be hard. Yep. You know, um, I'm surprised uh, they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, maybe they're waiting for the Christmas special, which I hope is like, I hope they lean into the, you know, let's do it like the Star Wars Christmas special piece of crap. Um, and like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it looks like it's shot on VHS. I'm hoping it looks like, <laughs> like old broadcast, you know? Uh, interesting fact um, for all those out there I learned today is the Star Wars holiday special directed by the same man that did the 68 Elvis Presley comeback special. So correct. Yes. Very unique. The man has uh. quite the oeuvre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Elvis, I know I'm taking people off topic, but uh, d- did anyone else see Elvis? Yes. No, I'm going this weekend. No. Okay, well then I won't ruin it for Dave, but Sara knows there's a nice little theme reference uh, in that film that is very much worth everyone's uh, time. Okay. So really when good. you see it, you'll I know. thought you were going to say you don't want to spoil the movie. Yeah, I won't <laughs> tell you what happens to Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler like, alert. It's kind of already spoiled. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you what happened. I mean, it's. It, I mean, I'm assuming it's all Baz Luhrmann, so it's super maximalist and. and yeah, it's beautiful. You know. One thing I would recommend is to not go high. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> not oh, go okay. high. Interesting. Interesting. That's all I'm going to okay. say. Wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> I will have to is change this from my, experience I'm, or right. no comment, you know no comment, <laughs> no comment. Look, well, we won't be snitching. I gotta, <laughs> damn, I have to change. I have to change my plans now. So, yeah. um, uh, all right, let's uh, let's move over to the West Coast. So, speaking of pot, let's move over to the <laughs> to the West Coast. Where to we another right, everyone likes to get high on. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> a real uh, hot box situation. Everybody, real- <laughs> <laughs> can you? Can you imagine hotboxing the Finding Nemo submarines? Can yeah. you imagine? Bro. Uh, <laughs> so no. uh, the Finding Nemo submarine voyage uh, here at uh, beloved Tomorrowland at Disneyland is reopening uh, yeah. July 25th. It had a huge makeover, right? Yeah, um, I am genuinely excited because I have definitely been missing the lagoon. It was recently filled uh, last month. Um, we are finally getting the Nemo ride back. Um, it was supposed to open up back in uh, winter but it's been constantly getting delays. Uh, it's getting a fresh uh, paint job, um, new set pieces, um, special effects and lighting as well. And um, we have a new character from Finding Dory. Hank. Is it Hank? Hank. Oh, I love Hank. Yeah, Hank yeah. is right outside. So I'm excited to, it's going to be a really cool photo op. Um, he looks amazing and very bright, um, but turns out he's already been in a Disney park before in Tokyo. Oh, so, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you meant just because he was, he could kind of camouflage. He's just been around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's been there. They just, they just threw some paint on him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I've never done this ride. Oh, in any it's, of its iterations. It's, it's, uh, it's a while in air conditioning. It's that. Okay. Um, it's, you know, I, I actually have a soft spot for it just because you know you really go underwater it's a it's yeah. not an original opening day attraction but it's 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 still got tendrils of of what it was it's beautiful it's beautiful and the and the uh the, the i saw watched the little video the imagineering video where they showed the the refurb and it's really beautiful like that's they, they put a lot of money into painting everything and adding a bunch of new foliage and um and i'm assuming they also mentioned something about it's bigger and brighter inside which means i mm-hmm. think it's all been it's all been relit the, the, the maybe they added hank to the story or something is there, yeah. are there, is there like sort of like the 
living seas sort of projection yeah things? yeah okay mm-hmm. i des really wants to do it I, I need to take him like that'll that's so weird okay yeah the web slingers we didn't get to do that last time but like that might be the thing that gets us there I feel like this was kind of on the chopping block for a while. Like, this was what everyone thought was going to go. Yeah. Um, especially during COVID. Everyone was like, we're never going to reopen the submarine, right? Like, yeah, there's right, absolutely right. no way. Um, I mean, I still find it a kind of a – it's a weird system. I don't think they'd ever make something like this again if they didn't have everything in place. Because it no, does take a no. lot of time to get in and out. And, it, you know. It's um, a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't have a huge throughput, but they no. can't lose capacity right now at all. So no. it's it, – And the cost to replace without, it. Yeah. 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 It's so big. It would be so much. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm just not yeah. riding that ride anytime soon. It's too hot. It's too hot over here. And it's too claustrophobic. That's that's why I don't like it. It's mm. in the summer. It's it's disgusting. Well, Dave just promised me air conditioning. So what's the deal? But it smells so bad, girl. Like really? I'm sorry. Oh, it smells like teenagers in July. Yeah, people are hotboxing in there, but it's not it's <laughs> it's not weed. It's you know farts. It's, it's, oh god. <laughs> It's like you didn't put on that second layer of deodorant and you really should have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I thought yeah. the Space Mountain line was bad, like in the <laughs> summer. But Oof. this is it's so bad. Mm. And you're mm. all crammed in there. Oh my God. Like it's awful. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Thank you guys for disabusing <laughs> me of that. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like you just saved a life. <laughs> no, no, no. It's From- worth going on once. But yeah, I mean, it's not one of those things that you gravitate towards because it is a little uh, laborious. Journey through liquid space. That's what the poster used to say. Wow. Speaking of liquid space, we're moving on to outer space. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh my God, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I saw all your tweets. I saw all the Victoria's tweets. Relax. Stand up, girl. Stand up. It's okay. Okay. Uh, I will thirst for a white man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were standing on the hunky light year. It's huh? white boy summer. Just the, just the, bad. So, just the bad. Mm. White boy summer. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> you know what if it was chris evans i would have been i would have been thirsting too but anyways um so hunky lightyear so we finally have buzz lightyear he is in the parks uh you can find him sometimes not a lot of the times in tomorrowland um and he looks um like a prince yeah he's in the flesh for those who don't know he's He's not a costume. A face character, as we call it. Yeah. yeah they, um, maybe they didn't have enough people. Maybe all their, you know, um, superhero looking dudes were in Marvel and they just had a Prince Charming available in the back room at Disneyland and they just grabbed him because that's what I think happened. <laughs> yeah. I, that's totally. what it looks like. Like, why couldn't they have found a guy who maybe looks a little like Patrick Warburton or something? Yeah, a little yeah. football like that, player. Yeah. A little older, a little football player. I mean, then I would be, girl, I would be all over it <laughs> if it was that. If it yes, was Patrick yes. Warburton, I'd be like throwing dollars at him to take that suit off. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but it's kind nice of work, weird. Pal. Like this, this is, <laughs> the suit looks too big on him. Like, yeah, it's like weird. It makes him look very small. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was it's weird. eating him. Yeah. And the hair was just off. The hair is, I can't stop off. staring at the hair. Yeah. yeah, the hair's bad. The hair's always bad. Like the Elsa like, wig. It's really oh like they God. put Prince Philip in a space suit and called it a day. They yeah. totally did. Which is not to knock the guy. He looks no. like he's, oh, you no, know, no. no. Course, but, the yeah. performer is a handsome, handsome fellow. Like, good for yeah. him. But yeah. ugh, it's just weird in terms of the movie and the character. It's just, it's odd. I have not seen it. I have seen it now. Neither have I. You know what? I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more than people are giving credit for. I think it's actually really clever and smart and yeah. uh, and has the right feels in it. It has a really interesting message. Um, of course, this like any good Pixar or Disney movie lately, the sidekick steals the show. That cat is yeah. Yeah, um, socks. Socks, socks is <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Was my review accurate? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I I mean, I, I I loved it and then I left it and I haven't thought about it since. But I think that's just because I'm a grown up. I don't know. I don't know if it's something different than than like I I don't need to think about a animated Pixar movie you know three weeks later or whatever like i think it's because the way. themes weren't that complex like it was yeah. it was kind of like oh we're all friends simple and, you know help each other like it, it yeah. didn't have a deep deep layer to it but my thing is is it all right it's already complicated right people are already freaking out and they're like oh, i don't know how, how is is this a toy story movie what? like i don't know why it's so hard it's just a movie about buzz lightyear like just watch it but you then bring out a face character to play buzz lightyear <laughs> It my thing is, and my thing is always going to be about the about the Lightyear film is it should have been live action and it should have just starred Chris Evans and it should have just yes. been a live action movie. Oh gosh. That because would have made more could, sense to me. It would have made more money people, too. People get Disney does a live action version of an animated thing. They don't think twice yeah. about it. They just go, okay, it's a different thing, right? They yeah. they put it away in a different file in their brain, and then you yeah. can have this face character in Tomorrowland, and no one, everyone gets it. But they have a yeah. face character for a thing that's not a face character, but they can't have a costume character because it looks almost like the other costume character. It's too complicated. I don't know. It's fine. You know, I look at this. I look at the the holiday cosmic rewind, and I every every one of them for me goes okay. I see the budget. I see. I see. This came out of Disney Plus. I see that this came out of the movie budget. Like I see it. Right. It's not coming out of a theme park budget. Neither of these things are. Um, and I think that's why you see these little things pop up and and get yeah. done is because they can and it's not it's not They're new i'm not even mean about it it's pretty pretty normal but just um yeah. yeah it's just is what it is but i don't it won't last i think he gives it's too confusing and i think that actor is very much done asking about churros which is his like prompt as he's learning about churros uh in Disney. really yeah he's learning is that about, in the movie like, he's learning about earth food no no no, no. isn't Weird. he from earth How? don't no no we're not gonna Look, open don't this ever don't ever I'm think confused. it. Don't ever think Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Just, we're moving on. We're moving just on. Just know, sir, you you look good. I know. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> um, so so that that is your Disney wish to to have hunky lightyear to yourself. Yes. Victoria. Okay. I mean respectfully. Um, <laughs> no, not respectfully. Well, not at all. Not at you all. Go, you go. You go. Not- disrespect that boy. I'm down. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Speaking of Disney wishes, uh, there is a rather large one uh, coming true uh, on the East Coast. Correct, Victoria? That is correct. So the Disney wish, the latest in the Disney Cruise Line fleet, has now been christened. Christened? I can English. It's Christian. It's Christian. Yeah, it, it now worships Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Oh my it's God, Christian. it's been baptized? How cute. Yeah. Oh, no, we do a little baptism all cute. So. <laughs> so lots of media and cast members and Make-A-Wish children actually all came to Christian, the Disney wish. So <clears throat> there was a little bit of a weather issue. It did rain for part of the Christianing. But I was surprised that Bob Shapek actually showed up. Shook. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, Bob Shapek and Josh Tomorrow, they were around to thank the cast members and anyone that essentially worked on the ship to make it, you know, a reality. A bunch of Disney characters were there, like just Star Wars, uh, Marvel, literally any character you could think of, they were probably there. Anika Oni Rose showed up. She did like, uh, I think she sang Wishes and like yeah. a bunch of other songs too. I only saw the clip for Wishes and she sounded amazing. And then they had the Make-A-Wish children actually come in and they are the godchildren of the wish and they did a little blessing. So it was that was really sweet. I really loved that. <clears throat> and then came time to actually uh, christen the boat. So usually they'll take like a champagne bottle and smash it, but they did it like a virtual version of it. And I think Tinkerbell like 
um, she like popped the bottle or something like you that. Can, I was you like, can now buy the NFT. Uh, <laughs> I was like, a champagne bottle wasn't in the budget? Like, (laughs) I digress. And there was, like, apparently an original song, um, Sale. I think it went something something (laughs) like, love, exciting and new. Come aboard, we're expecting you. Yeah, love boat. Um, Should have been. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But overall, they did it live for everyone to see. And it seemed like it was overall, it went very well for the most part. What do you guys think of the boat? I mean, I don't know much about the boat because everyone keeps showing me the stuff I can't afford. So. Yeah. The the bar, the Princess and the Frog bar looked pretty cool. Oh, it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Bayou is the name of the Princess and the Frog. One. Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. Have you guys done, has, have any of you done the cruise before? Because I've done two. I've not. I was supposed to do the Wish, but I ended up canceling it. We took my husband for his 40th birthday and, and, and invited his family and they surprised him on board. So it was Aww. really fun. Oh, that's and, cute. But, that's so lovely. Yeah, but 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 at the, but like I, in my head, I'm like, oh, Disney Cruise, I'm going to suffer through this just for the, his uh, his family and their and their kids. But we ended up loving it so much yeah. that we actually went back the following year just with adults and no kids at all. <laughs> and 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 as kind of as a test, like, uh, hey, I wonder if this is going to work. And it does. It's really mm-hmm. like the food's all really high quality. The experiences on board are high quality. There's an adult pool and adult bars. It's and and unlike other cruises for me, uh, no gambling and no high pressure sales. Like so many of the other cruises yeah. make you do jewelry sales and things on board. And I just oh. Disney doesn't do Disney doesn't do any of that. So it's uh, anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. And so I'm, I hope I can do the new ship because it looks uh, lovely. But Dave, are you going to do the five thousand dollar drink? Oh, no, no. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, what we got next here. That $5,000 Star Wars cocktail unveiled on the Disney Wish. Tell us more about that, Victoria. It's three shots and the media keep asking what exactly is in it and they won't tell them. Yeah. They, so they, like, but, comes- but what if you have allergies to some sort of alcohol? We probably don't want to spend 5000 then. Like that's you don't want to take that risk. Yeah, that's true. But what if you so don't like a, a certain type of alcohol? I, if I'm gonna spend the five thousand, I I want my type of alcohol. No one's no one's buying this because they like alcohol. They're buying it to prove that they can buy it. That's the we have reached Las Vegas type purchases now coming from Disney. Um, it's for Very tech true. bros who are taking their nephews on this thing, and they're like, well, I still got to show off, so I'm gonna buy a five thousand dollar drink. Listen, I'm gonna be a hater through and through for this because I can't afford it. But if I could afford it, I. I wouldn't be a hater. I think it's no. Cool. You would not buy this. You would <laughs> not buy. I this. would not. I not in a million years. years. If I had the okay. money, I would. Let me back up and explain what it is. <laughs> okay, let's start there. <laughs> so we're outraged. So pretty much, it comes in some weird ice cream machine. It's not a drink. It's shot. <laughs> it's it's shots. <laughs> It, that's no, what it a, is it's a container no, it, it's uh, actually a container from the mandalorian that was shown in there it's just typical oh, star yes, wars that's yeah. right it's a typical star warsian looking you which know, uh, was shown in empire strikes back before that right oh yeah was it yeah but in empire strikes back he's literally carrying an, an ice cream maker like that's the joke that's really that's what it's it like <laughs> people pointed out like that's just a 70s ice cream maker um, it's called a then, it's called a, a camtono yeah oh yeah so that's what it is, and that's what the shots come in. Um, it's called a kyber crystal, and it's the most rare and valuable thing in the galaxy. But it's spelled differently. The kyber is spelled very alcoholic. Yeah, it's spelled differently. Yeah, it's like crystal. K-I-B-U-R-R, kyber crystal. Versus the K-Y-B-E-R. 
it was you're right it's the uh it was in cloud city and one of the guys running mm-hmm. away with it in under his arm and it was an actual 70s ice cream maker yeah <laughs> so in conclusion disney is trying to pull a beyonce and not tell you what you're paying for so but like dave said do you get to keep the ice cream maker i don't think so no one knows because if you, it's just a little glass not even a souvenir if because you know like when you go to trader sam's like those souvenir cups like are a lot <laughs> of money bucks. at least you're getting the souvenir cup and how did this end up on the Disney Wish when, when like, this clearly feels like a Star Cruiser thing? Like, yeah, especially right. when I saw it, I thought it was the Star Cruiser. Like, until yeah. I read the description, it said the Wish. Like, my whole thing is, when I booked this cruise, it was only, like, 2700 This drink alone costs more than for me to get on the ship. Like, what is in it? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, it's, look, it's Lime LaCroix and, uh, like, um... <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's just it's again, it's it's that going after those luxury dollars, which is everything they've been doing for the last couple of years. And all of that uh, has led to our next piece of news, which is that Mr. Bob Chapek, who is behind a lot of these um, uh, business decisions to make more money, uh, uh, was rewarded by the board with a three year extension. His contract's up in nine months. People weren't sure if it was going to go through, but it, evidently in the board meetings in Florida this week, it was unanimous, and he has got a three-year extension. Well, the unanimous – I don't think anything would come out with it not being unanimous. Yes, like, true. It's a PR – that's a PR statement. I feel like they didn't have an option yeah. at that point. He fired, like, anyone that would have took yeah. over. <laughs> right. He's. I mean, is it just me, or is the Disney board basically uh, inspired by the way the Supreme Court makes decisions right now? They're, they're, they're just like, yeah, we're going to do this, and it's going to make more money, and it's not very good for our constituents, aka Disney uh, uh, customers, but we're going to do it anyway. The best thing that could have happened to this man is the pandemic. It got thrown on his back. Everyone's like, we don't know what he can actually do, and he made numbers, which is a super low bar when you get through a world pandemic, and 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 he pushed it through with, you know, things that only hurt the brand uh and he's got terrible morale and he's got terrible word of mouth um i just think that they don't know what they want to do yet i don't think this suggests anything you know these the thing about like a company like disney is they already know what they're doing for three years anyway it's not like he can like divert course from you know he was already planning this stuff and even even if they brought somebody else in a lot of that stuff was probably going to already go through and maybe get adjusted so um we might actually just be seeing like now officially whatever bob chapek wants to do and if that's all five thousand dollar cocktails um he's going to get the boot because it's just not going to make um the corporation as a whole Mm -hmm. a kind of a unified force and and but to your point nathan uh, so like a lot of the policies that were kind of coming up during his time over the past couple of years were things that were kind of happening during Iger's time like they were set in course during Iger's time so do you think had he been more charismatic and disney maybe had a better pr team that these things would have kind of just been just kind of just been jammed through and like kind of been okay because they were things that Iger would have enacted had he still been there right i think that's a great point i think that you have a scenario where when you have someone that you trust Mm -hmm. kind of at the helm a little bit you're willing to go okay i don't know why you're doing this yeah okay right um, no one trusted him. Everyone hated him when he was just working at theme parks. Like he's just constantly been this way. Um, and decisions that Iger might have made that he's followed through with only sort of emphasize that point. Um, I think a lot of stuff got kind of chucked out the window with COVID and that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that maybe, I don't know, maybe he was the kind of the person you needed to really hold the budget, like at a time like that in crisis. Um, 
but there's no way that he is the face of the company. Like, I don't think anyone would say that, like, oh, yeah, we would like him to be the one that, you know, marches us down the street. So I, I think he's got a cushy three year because they don't know what else they want to yeah. do. They're probably already planning on what they want to do. Like, now they're figuring it out. Um, Tom Stagg sits quietly by his phone and, you know, we see what happens. But there's nothing, I don't think there's anything that he can do in the next three years that are going to, that are going to keep him on. If it's just smooth sailing and it's what's already happened, it's, you know, that's not going to impress anybody. And if he uses what tactics he knows how to use, it's only going to damage the brand. So, I mean, when's the last time you saw a, a Disney CEO that was in a fight with Marvel and with like the entire LGBT community? Uh, like the guy just doesn't know how to run a company uh, that is, you know, yeah. that needs a, a guy in a sweater uh, <laughs> or anyone in a sweater uh, at the front. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's not shocking. It's I just think sucks. Disney's just in like survival mode still a bit. And so they're yeah. not really they're just trying to get through, just trying to like pad the budget however much they can to make up for what they lost. And then this is me being eternally hopelessly optimistic, but maybe sometime in the future they'll start like But aren't they making like record profits? Don't they that, have yeah. Isn't yeah, that... absolutely. But I, I mean, think that's what they're yeah. saying. But were they doing that two years ago? Like are they still oh, okay. you know, like they're probably um padding and making up for what was lost before and maybe once they feel like they've like come up for air and caught their breath a bit we might see maybe some changes but i feel like a lot of the changes are necessary i think disney believes that their fans will take it no matter what and it's uh, it's obvious like they'll give you a hundred thousand dollar flight it's sold out like yeah we time and time again the fans just prove to disney that they can do whatever the hell that they want and someone will pay for it like there's just too many the demand is just there no matter what they'd set the price to yeah so disney can just like you can have yeah you can have the parks like i don't know if you guys saw the picture on twitter of the space mountain line of the wall just like peeling off like yeah that should not be happening in a theme park mm-hmm. you should not have um in a disney theme park i like there have been videos where you have um feminine hygiene products in the lines not even being thrown in trash like oh there have God. been so oh, yeah like there are videos of that um i saw it on youtube like from this guy named kevin um i forget his last name but regardless um so like the theme parks are definitely just um not what they used to be and like i think at the end of the day if we keep constantly going back and buying all the product and the merchandise disney will continue to just keep it at where it's at and we won't really see a lot of improvements the issue theme park wise and clearly I think he would like to not talk about the theme parks because that is a sore spot. Whereas, you know, Disney Plus, I mean, Disney Plus is okay right now, but I think they're all nervous about what happens when they have a Netflix problem. Because um, they're spending, they're making gobs of, they're spending gobs of money on, on Disney Plus. Um, and everyone's like package deals are coming due, right? Mm-hmm. In the next, with a three year deal or whatever. So we'll see what people do. For theme parks, though, we are running out of people who plan to go during covid and held back and are, and have went since kind of covid's eased up right mm-hmm. um the question is how many people do you get to come back after having an experience that they've had under the chapek administration if you have half of the rides breaking down like on your visit i don't think you're going to be coming back and so, then you don't get a yeah. refund on disney genie plus what you use to get on the rides yeah it's just a bad experience overall in the parks. I mean, I'm, it's too complicated. Yeah, I'm looking into canceling my, my annual pass just because it's just it's just not fun. I, I might be fun. like Dave and not renew it. <laughs> oh, I let mine expire. 
here's a perfect example. Like I went to um, I went to uh, book a day for gay days coming up in mm-hmm. in September here in California, and my pass expires on the fourth of September, and the event is on the weekend of like the 12th oh I ran into 13th. this. And mm-hmm. so I can't, even if I wanted to, I couldn't, I would have to buy a ticket because they have not offered me any renewal options yet. Yep, you can't mm-hmm. renew. It's, yeah, I ran into this with the, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. There's there's certainly a reason that, not not just because the weather is hot, but there's a reason that Katie and I like to go to the water parks a lot. And it's because it's easy. Yeah. So you don't easy. need a reservation. You yeah. go and yeah. you hang out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think we've... <laughs> We, we all hate Bob Chapek, and 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 we hope that it hurts him in three years. Well, <laughs> there you go. They're, they are doing one, I guess, ostensibly good thing, which is um, uh, after the United States, we'll, comes, we'll call it the bare minimum. Yeah, the I was going to say the bare right. minimum. Is there below the bare minimum at this point? Well, I mean, let's establish what it is first. The, the, so after uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court, um, the Walt Disney Company informed all employees that they will pay for travel expenses related to abortion service and that they want to uh, uh, provide comprehensive uh, reproductive care and family planning to their employees. Now, on the surface, OK, good. Uh, lots of companies stepped forward and said that. But you'd know that this is exactly what the GOP wants is they want it all to be privatized, like that mm-hmm. this is yeah. not the right direction. Also, who wants to go up to their boss or their hr company yeah. be like hey employer, I, I need an abortion right. i need some vacation time and for you to send me like yeah. no nobody wants to do that yeah 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 is that is that yeah does that come out of your vacation yeah. time how does that work like how we don't here's the thing though for me they don't own disney stores anymore people yeah you yeah. know it's mm-hmm. not like they're in the middle of tennessee yeah. Right. Like they're in California and Florida, yeah. and though Florida is always like, eh, okay, <laughs> we'll see where you're going to land. Florida every day is a little different. Um, We're chilling in California. Uh, California, yeah, California is like it's its own thing. And and for me, I get it. And I and and, and I, but I will also say that covering an abortion in California is going to be far cheaper and easier than covering abortion if you had employees in different yeah. states. I mean, yeah. they do have like I imagine they probably have employees who live maybe they work remote maybe like do they do filming in georgia like they may have employees that live in states but just not many of them that's what i hope really happens is that they step up in states like georgia and go um we're not going to film here anymore unless you you know that would be meaningful this This is not meaningful this is two people at most are going to take them up on this and it gets them some good press to cover for donating to the politicians who put this in place yeah yeah thank you yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely. Um, so then there's a bit of weirdness. Uh, uh, oh boy. <laughs> this, is so, this is so odd. Um, so Disney patents stuff all the time. And a lot of the fans sure. sort of watch the patent record like a hawk to see what Disney's submitting. And they patented a mobile robot locker to carry your items at theme parks. And it, it evidently works with a, a smartphone or, or a smartphone or tablet app. And it can like follow you around. You can put your diaper bag in it. So you don't have to carry everything. It's like those annoying, uh, huge, uh, uh, not strollers, but the big, huge, like bins on wheels that they put their kids and stuff in mm. o- only. I was going to say, it, rem- it reminds me of a mouse droid in Star That's, Wars. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. With the illustration on the patent, one of them looks like a very large version of the mouse droid, uh, from Star Wars. And, uh, it, it, it I mean, I have so many questions like, if I put my stuff in and I go on an attraction, does this thing like park outside like a stroller? Maybe that's the goal is that they, instead of big unruly strollers, that they're all this in the same size, they can sort of park them next to each other and they can be smart, like smart cars. But I, I don't know. It just seems to me like 
unnecessary innovation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's what a patent yeah, I think is. They're just yeah, they're just keeping it's... it from other people. Like you just throw them out there. You just file so many patents. Well, and if you make it, right? This is all the whole idea of having R&D is if you make it and you patent it, then restaurant companies can buy it from yeah. you right. for whatever they want to do with it or hotel companies can buy right. it. Um and and use it for the this is i think it's a lot of speculation to be like oh is this for the theme parks it's like this was never going to be in the theme parks yeah there's no i i mean i think management is moronic at times at disney but it takes five minutes in a disney theme park to go oh well you know grandma in her stroller is or in her scooter is going to run this thing over and this kid's going to kick it over and like there's absolutely no way this would work i could see it being somewhat somewhat useful at, because it is a lower capacity at a water park Right. Like they sure. don't they don't deal with the scale True. of the theme parks. And so you could put your stuff in it while you go on a slide. Like it's I, on I, a it's on a what a like a like a sand tread. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. So it can go out to you while you could the put beach. like yeah. a Wally skin on it. That'd be cute. That's kinda cute, yeah. Ooh, that's okay. that's kinda that's dystopian and weird though. I don't I don't want to be reminded of while I sit no? my fat ass while I sit my fat ass in a hovering chair, you know, like Yeah, let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves. We don't organize our trash. <laughs> yeah. All righty, moving on. Uh, so we go now to TV and film. And uh, speaking of spooky season, Victoria, we have a fun announcement coming up for uh, a sequel that um, um, some of us really wanted. Yes, indeed. So we finally got the teaser trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so not only did we get a teaser trailer, we also got a poster. Well, two, actually. It included one with... Um, one with uh, Mary on two Roombas instead of a vacuum cleaner this time. <laughs> and the other one was on a Swiffer. That's what they said. Yes, and the other one was on a Swiffer, but um, it's going to be a Disney Plus um, streaming event thing, so it's not going to go to theaters. Okay. It's only going to be okay. on Disney Plus. I'm in the minority in that I'm not a huge fan of it, but then again, I didn't grow up with it. Like, I didn't... I, didn't, I know I didn't either. I know a lot of people that grew up with it and watching it, you know, multiple times a year on Disney Channel or home video or whatever. So I get it. I get why there's a, a sort of cult fandom for it. Uh, my opinion, of I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I'm like, I love the concept of it. Overall, the idea of the movie is really great. I think it, it, one of the things, the problems I have with the original movie is that it doesn't sort of pay off on how really dark it is. And so if they can make it a little scarier, um, I actually think this might be, a, hopefully it might be a case where distance in time has made them go all right let's make a better version of the movie we made before you know what i mean i thought the trailer made it seem way more like disney channel movie friendly did it okay. yeah well i it mean to be fair it's also a teaser trailer that's true that's true so i i'm giving it it's really awesome. hard to get a feel for a movie based on a teaser yeah yeah and that's what yeah. i was thinking too so i was like i'll be optimistic because it kind of looked like i don't know if you guys have seen the sequel book but no, um no. There's a sequel book for it that was supposed to be the actual sequel to it for a Disney Channel film, but they just yeah. turned it into a book instead. Um, and it kind of is giving me that vibe, which I'm down for because there's a lot of LGBT representation in the book. Oh, awesome. I hope Doug Jones comes back as the uh, as the mom. He is. He is. He is. Cool. He is. Okay, great. He's like yes, the best thing in that oh, movie. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. I love Doug. I mean, they, again, like you, you, you kind of hit it on the nail for me, Dave. Like I didn't grow up with it. So it's. I watched it maybe a year ago, and I was like, "Okay, just <laughs> like, a year ago, like, your first time yeah, seeing it for wow. the first time." I saw it. Yeah, it's not like I didn't know about it, but what? Yeah, it, I, it was never a part of my life. I saw it for um, the first time like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, you know yes. what? I kind of get it, but like, but I mean, I, here's the thing: I am not going to harp on anyone's mellow because yeah, right. 
Like they're making a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel, and I'm going bananas about that. <laughs> so like, Same. so Do they have Rick Moranis you know, there's in niche, it. There's, mm-hmm. yes, oh, it that's does. so exciting. Mm-hmm. So there's niche, there's niche property. Like if they told me tomorrow that Disney Plus was going to have a Harlan Williams and Rocket Man two, like I'm so down for that nonsense. If they that's do a, a Rocket Man people... sequel, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Victoria, we are on the same uh, parallels here. But yeah, there's just a lot of those like weird Disney movies that I feel like you see as a kid and you latch onto, yeah. and yeah. it's your thing. Um, they look great though. God bless the it. Sisters. They're, oh, yeah, they look fantastic. Um, uh, moving to. Uh, other theme parks we have some sad news for northern california and this one actually hits a little bit close to home to me because i did a bunch of work there um great america yeah, i was gonna ask is, you about that yeah mm-hmm. when when paramount owned great america in santa clara i did a i, I did a couple of attractions there um but it, it it's shut, uh, set to shut down cedar fair uh sold the land right victoria that is correct it looks like it's gonna be close they, see, I'm confused. I heard near future, but based on this, I'm seeing within the next 11 years. Yeah, yeah, 11 years. They said that the park will remain yeah. operating for at least 11 years, and then now here's Did they the say thing, at least or a, up to at least at okay. least. So, so I, I mean, the the inside baseball part of this is I have heard this from park management since I worked there in like 2005 mm. or six. So, like, it, it, they that land is. The first thing that struck me about that news article was it didn't seem like a lot of money. It was only like it's 300 and something million dollars in Silicon Valley. Like that land has to be worth more than that. In this housing like, crisis, like in, in this economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's but they've been threw me off. But they've been talking about it. I heard rumors of it when I was working there that, that they're like, oh, we don't know if it's worth the, worth the money to keep the park open and maybe we can just sell it and have a developer use it, which is what they're going to do. But then. Uh, Nathan sent us that clip, which was fire of the Santa Clara mayor, mayor right? Pissed. Coming out like. Oh, they like were thro- mad. She was throwing hands. At, it at, is zoned at for a Fair. theme park. So ha ha. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I was right. like, ma'am. Well, it's kind of messed up that they didn't tell them. I'm not. Even yeah, that's lie. wild. Like, yeah. It's it'll be it, I think that it's going to turn into a bit of a fight. And I think the city's going to like put up a stink and say, no, you we're you, you don't get to change that zoning for 20 years. Uh, and let's talk then or something. That would be my prediction or it'll go to court or whatever. But it's that might explain the price. It's cheap because you can't build on it. And so like uh, Cedar Fair has to get to use it for another decade, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun park. I did a ride there based on the TV show Survivor, which has now been rethemed. But it's uh, it, it's a fun park if you haven't I been there. So show. it's a nice, nice little regional. Um, so I hope they stick around more because uh, they employ a lot of uh, a lot of youths get their first job uh, if they live in the area at Great America, and uh, it's uh, it's a fun place. So we'll see. We'll see if the city puts up a fight. Um, speaking speaking of putting if, up a fight, <sighs> yeah. Speaking of putting up a fight, um, we have uh, our guests. Uh, uh, putting up fights in many ways, uh, literal and figuratively, at the parks with our Beware Our Guest segment. Nathan, take it away. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of Beware Our Guest material this week. I don't know. I feel like everyone's going crazy uh, this week, and and, uh, some of the stuff's a little older than this week, of course, but everything's kind of coming out of the woodwork. So first of all, let's just start with guns in general. Um, There has been two instances of guns uh, being found by security at Disney recently. Uh, One was a woman... Uh, had asked her husband not to bring his gun on vacation uh, and he wanted to bring it. She's from Miami. Uh, He brought the gun and he put it in the family cooler in a pouch. uh, And then she went up uh, to uh, the security gate at uh, Hollywood studios. Um, And if you ever thought in your head, 
I don't know if this new system where you just walk through it really works. Well, clearly it does. Um, cause they found it, uh, and they brought her over and she was like, I don't, I don't really know what's in there. It's just drinks and st-. like, she was, she had no clue. They thought it was a battery um, charger pack. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's probably that. And, and they brought out this handgun, um, with ammo, uh, 12 rounds. Uh, and, uh, she was like, I livid. So she got kicked out of the park. Um, and, uh, she of course is very upset at her husband. Um, she, <laughs> she arrested, is said, right? No, she has not been well, charged with a crime yet. Okay. She's not been charged because it wasn't hers. Um, and, and she didn't just know it was in there. So. Yeah. Didn't know. And she's pretty upset now. Uh, that was one. Uh, the other one, though, is a little more yeah, that one's sketch, sketch, a little more suspicious. A little, so um, this guest brings a, a, uh, a Glock handgun with 48 rounds to Disney Springs. Now, I've thought for a long time, this they started doing security when they got the new systems at Disney Springs. But before that, it was just open season over there, uh, which I always thought was really weird to have a, a large Disney property uh, with no security. So I'm glad they've added that. So this guy um, comes through uh, the... Uh, parking garage security at Disney Springs um, and he's got his bag and he uh, gets pulled over and he says, Oh, I probably have a folding knife in my bag. So he pulls out the, the folding knife and, and the guy goes, no, there's something else. And he goes, Oh, well uh, there is something else in here, but I'm going to put it back in my car. So don't worry about it. So he just kind of grabs everything and starts going away. Um, and uh, the cops are like, Nope. <laughs> and so they pull him over uh, and, and grab him. And of course he has that Glock. It's a Glock clone. It doesn't have, uh, a serial number yet. Oh. Uh, he was supposed to submit paperwork to the state and he says he has, but there's no record of it. Um, oh, and uh, so he was trespassed and arrested. Um, and uh, he, of course, has decided that he's going to pull out the Second Amendment card and say that um, he doesn't care. He, the quote is, it doesn't matter. This is from WWNT. Um, it doesn't matter where I am. I carry a gun with me at all times. I can be at a restaurant. I can be at Disney. I don't care. I carry a gun at all times, period. I don't trust the law enforcement. I don't trust anybody. At the end of the day, it's the Second Amendment. I'm allowed to bring it. The fact that Disney is a private place and they don't allow it, I think it's kind of stupid. Yeah, America. He had 48 rounds. Like, what do you need 48 rounds on? for? Yeah, what do you, what's your life, dude? Um, I don't actually believe him. I think I he had yeah. a plan. Or was feeling like he might have a plan. It's, it seemed um, like there was a plan because it's forty eight rounds is really a lot. It also says he didn't yeah. have a valid uh, carry conceal license. Yeah. No. So. Oh boy. So yeah. he's in sketch, deep, sketch, deep sketch. trouble. Um, and uh, yeah, so guns, guns, guns. But don't worry, everybody. I'm sure that won't be a problem in our lives. Um, <laughs> next up is a much funnier story and a very, very strange one. Very weird. So you have this Florida guy, this Florida man, of course. Um, who <laughs> named David Proudfoot, 44 of Kissimmee. Um, and he's facing several criminal charges, including grand theft, because he was caught um, last month as he pushed a cart on uh, Epcot uh, Boulevard uh, to Hollywood Studios, kind of by the Swan. Uh, and he wore a Disney World name tag, and it said David, which is uh, <laughs> uh, name. Um, you know, uh, you know how, when you want to be secret, you put your own name on stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he has a bright orange vest. So he had this bright orange vest with a name tag on it. A security officer said that he thought the guy looked suspicious and didn't know where, didn't seem to know where he was going. And so he kind of offered him help kind of like testing him. And the guy kind of failed that test pretty miserably. Like he didn't know where anything was. So lots of red flags were kind of put up and then he kind of, so they brought in more people. And he like claimed that his boss worked in Burbank because you know the random guy who works at uh, the Swan whose boss is actually in Burbank. Um, 
and they found and then he took him to a locker where he said all his stuff was and then and i can just see it and it makes me laugh because he he goes up to the, they're like okay we'll open it and he can't open it because of oh. course it's not his locker oh, and baby. he's like okay um so and he finally gives away his driver's license and explains who he is um and he had uh grabbed a r2d2 droid that was probably part of the swan some sort of photo op opportunity which was Kind of worth around six to ten thousand uh, dollars, and that was on the third floor of this one hotel. Um, and he also grabbed a duck catcher game from the arcade, uh, and his per- and his oh. that was about thirty five hundred. Yeah, a whole. I guess you just wait, put it on a wait, cart and walk away. Wait, how do you wait? A just, whole arcade game? Yeah, you know, you just get a cart and you unplug it and you start. Confidence. Where did he get the cart? Like, God. I mean, it seems like he just brought balls. it with him. But, but what I love about this is. He says, and he told the sheriff sergeant that he had an application with Walt Disney World security pending and was moving the items to showcase weaknesses in the security. Ah. Um, so, you know, uh, which makes total sense, uh, except that he is a, a super disgraced past educator who uh, on Valentine's Day, um, he had paid 700. He had put a $700 gold necklace and charged it to a room he wasn't in at the Four Seasons in Orlando. Um, and then before that, why I said he was an educator was because he stole about $15,000 when he was a principal at a school system in Baltimore County. <gasps> so, I know this guy. Yeah. Oh, you're, so, from, you're from there. Yeah, I remember this story. Yeah. Holy so, crap. Well, look at that. Like all con wow. artists, they end up down here. Yeah. Um, so I don't really think that he's being very honest uh, about uh, looking for weakness in security. And you know what he was able to prove was – there's not a lot of weaknesses in security. So there yeah, you go. Right. There um, you have it. I just, um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Cause who sure. at the orange County police department is taking the photos like this? They're yeah. constantly <laughs> from like this angle, like really from the high. Angle. Yeah. <laughs> like why do they yeah. always look like they're so sad? They all, uh, every photo I have, I have always seen from orange County. looks like they also tussle their hair, like their children right before they do the photo. Yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah. if you, if you give this guy, if you look at the photo though, if you give this guy a haircut, he would be a better Buzz Lightyear in that suit. That's true. Honestly, You're not yeah. wrong. Maybe a little yeah. too old, but uh, he's got the you know. chin for it. You know, he's got the yeah. Chin. He's got the chin. He's got the chin. He has pretty eyes. Gonna I'm not gonna lie. His eyes are positive <laughs> note. Sarah's seeing the best in everyone. Sarah, silver lining, as we like to call it around here. <laughs> he can, um, he can, okay, so maybe security didn't work out, and maybe he could try for a face character role. So Aww. see, we can try different. We can try a different role. You can always You're right. He has lots of experience uh, around kids. He was a principal. So. Rehabilitate. And disguises, yeah. you know, and acting, as we see. So yeah, I like this I like this idea of, like, there's a face character, but they have to wear, like, a, an orange sash, sash that says, like, face character rehabilitation program. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if Florida gets, like, $5,000 or something per person, you know, yeah. something like that. Um, Just keep them away from your, fall, from your wallets. But would you like to meet okay. Snow White or would you like to meet Crackhead Snow White? We have both available. Crackhead Snow White is a lot closer. <laughs> like, the line isn't as long because people don't go there as much. But... She's really nice. Just don't look at her teeth and you'll be fine. So her eyeliner is yeah. a little smudged, but it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's, fine. it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we love you, crackheads. No way. Okay. So uh, up next is uh, a woman is arrested for slapping her husband um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And boy, have I been there. No. Okay. Um, and this is, she said, was because 
uh, of stress of Disney World vacation was her reasoning for it. That's so fair, I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's yeah. a fair thing. Yep. You know? yeah. yeah, it certainly makes more sense than I'm looking for weaknesses and security. Um, <laughs> I mean, you never came back from a vacation and been like, I need to break up with this person. Like it happens. Like it, that's... Um, it literally happened to me. Me so, too. <laughs> so yeah, I came home from spring. My my girlfriend in college was a um. Uh, she was in the college program and I went to, to all the Disney parks with her over spring break, uh, not knowing that she had already decided to break up with me, but felt it was bad to break up with me before I got to see Disney. Uh, so the first time I got to go to Hollywood studios and Epcot and animal kingdom was with someone who had already decided that they were going to break up with me. So it was a great experience. I also got a fever in the middle of it. Um, and I rode tower of terror with probably like a 98 fever. I just, I wouldn't leave until I rode everything. Um, I tell you what, it's not as scary when you're flop sweating already. It's not too bad. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, they uh, it looks like there has never been any previous incidents of domestic violence from these people. Um, so uh, this is new. It's like Ikea or Disney. That's when you beat somebody. Um, <laughs> Both are very And stressful. it looks like June 3rd, 5 p.m., the couple got into a fight in the parking lot in front of, uh, in front of an Orange County Sheriff's deputy. Like, they couldn't even hide... They just said they were going to do it in front of him. So they began she to argue. She argue. slapped him because he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it's his fault. I just know Her he's attorney is screaming. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know. In front of the children? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Put them in the car. She put them in the car. She put them in the car. Okay. So. She did the right thing. Yeah. So Okay. So she was right. Yeah. yeah. I just know he so. was messing up. Like he, he was just fucking up the whole trip. He was probably getting on her nerves. And it was just the last straw. I don't like all this male hate suddenly in this podcast, but are you sure. kidding? They've been like lusting after the creepy wannabe heist guy. Oh, we that's were true. lusting We'd... after him. There was some thirst going on. There was, there was, a some there was definitely thirst. There was slight thirst. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know. Her sorry, boyfriend has like COVID. She hasn't seen him <laughs> in know. a while. He, he had that. He had that kind of Fred Flintstone five o'clock shadow. I'm, I ain't <laughs> really mad about did. that. I ain't mad about that. Right? Um, <laughs> the eyes are pretty. They got me. What can I say? <laughs> he, st- he stole that R2-D2 just for you. So. I know. Oh, so sweet. Um, if so you nice. thought I was done, I'm definitely not done. We still have two more stories. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so this one's really short, but it's so strange I had to put it in, which is that for some reason, a video has surfaced of a guest spraying canned cheese on Big Thunder Mountain. Isn't this Disneyland. a trend? It's a trend, uh, right? I, this was my question. Is spraying canned cheese in places now a trend? Are we done with Tide Pods? It is not a trend. I, I it's not, not a trend. It's not a trend. It's not. No, he was he was just he was some TikToker or whatever doing it for the lulls is what I read. But it was yeah, so... it was like during grad night or something. Ugh, oh, even worse. It's so awful. So awful. Yeah. Was to this make a like mess a like nod that? to um a goofy movie? Wait, uh, was it? Sure. He literally just did it just for lulls. No, it was Ooh, to make cheese. like I don't know. But I definitely, if it's a grad night thing, he probably was like trying to make the girl that was going to give him a hand job later um, laugh. So he was, good. you know, what happens. The amount of forethought that has to go into this. But do you know oh. where it happens the most on grad nights? Uh, Monsters Inc. That's, it happens yeah. all the time over there. Oh, I get like the cheese. I get handy in the cheese whiz. I get the purpose of the cheese whiz. Now. Yeah. Okay. See, see, that it matches. Sense. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sorry uh, I had I mean, to take you there. Quite the subtle <laughs> lubricant. So I, oof. The grad nights, um, disgusting. I would not. Grad correct. nights, grad. Oh, grad nights are the fucking worst. Yeah. Any totally. corner, no reason for that to come back. Period. <laughs> no. Any corner, any dark space, like it, they will literally be yelling over the radios, like "Get away from each other," or like you yeah. will hear them yeah. on the rides, like "Get don't," like they'll stop a ride. 
just yeah. because these kids are disgusting. But nothing is more traditionally Disneyland than people weirdly humping like on grad night. Like it that, is, that has been a cla- since since the yippie generation. It's been uh, it's not even on grad nights anymore. It'll be grown adults just like humping each other. Like I've had to tell, when I was working at DCA, like I had to tell a couple to stop. She was lifting his shirt up. It was nasty. Whoa. Oh my! I, yeah. I I made out I made out with somebody on the sky bucket once because it was like two minutes of relative yeah. privacy. So. That makes sense. Well, I've made out on the skyliner. I'm happy look, for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Look, we all have. There is there is a rule, right? And the rule is is you are allowed to do consensual touching at the beginning of Spaceship Earth or in the People Mover. We all know this. <laughs> and skyliner, if you're the only the one on Everyone gets a little squeeze. It's usually yeah. just a gentle little like, "Hello, I'm still here," but you're, you know. Yeah, Nathan. Um, that's the purpose. Nathan, give me a little. Nathan, give me a little butt cheek squeeze uh, going on to Guardians. It was nice. It was. I it did. Was a bro moment. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a bro moment. It was a. It was a little bro bromance moment. Um, yeah. You just wanted to know just, he was there. Can just I just say that? Thank, thanks, Nathan. I, I knew yeah. you were there. You're always in my heart. Um, <laughs> and, I, and and slightly on your butt. Okay. It's like just a little. Um, but I, can I say about that cheese event? Yes. And watching that video of that kid getting the lulls with it. I have never felt older and mm-hmm. more like get off my lawn. Yeah. Than totally. that mm-hmm. moment. It was made me it made me so angry. Yeah. It was one of those moments where like there there have been times where I've wanted to punch people for cast members. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah, that's where I you know. Where I, I just like, know this. he's like the guy that like buys the cowboy hat and the sully tail and walks around just because he like thinks that he's like the funny one in the group. I just oh, Sarah, know I got the tea. You know, I cussed this kid out. First oh, of all, he's, oh yeah, I, I cussed him out. So I do edit his video. And to start, he called me a Karen. The irony of that was not of course. Me. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> then found out. And casual misogyny. 20, okay. like not even in his 20s yet. Of course. Oh, oh yeah, of course. And then just had like all of his friends just like bombing everyone's videos that was just like chastising him and just calling them Karens. I'm just like the childishness of this. Yeah. Oh, really? Grow up. I'm so more, stupid. I want, weirdly, I am more interested in people like that being banned from Disney than people getting slapped by their husband. I don't know why. Especially just a like level of in the disrespect. back of the head. Like, come on. Like every yeah. once in a while, head, your spouse earns a smack to the back of the head. She was really arrested for mm-hmm. just a and little, then, you know. Yeah. She got yeah. Really? Well, I think right? she also spit at him. Oh, okay. oh, I think it was. I think there was a lot of loud language. Yeah, but also they decided to do that in front of people. My point is, is I, I have, I get when people get mad and hot and met, like, you know, kind of in a fur. But I don't love when people are like, "Look at me, look at me. I'm going to do something. Yeah. I'm going to climb on the Mexican pavilion or whatever." Oh God, you know? yeah. Um, Ugh, that that's was the beginning the of the end. Speaking of speaking of someone who's exactly like that, and this all ties back in. We mentioned the Beauty and the Beast bar earlier. Um, this is the, this is a weird one. So. Um, the uh, Enchanted Rose, uh, which is, of course, at Disney's Grand Floridian, um, is sort of this intimate little fairy tale bar. And at 10.30 p.m. on May 5th, um, a 25-year-old man and his friends ordered drinks and were uh, pretty friendly at that point. But they had gotten basically kind of sloshed um, and they kept ordering drinks and they finally got cut off. Now, first of all, I don't need to tell you how expensive Enchanted Rose drinks are. I mean, you're talking right. $20, $25 a drink. Um, it's a rough, it's, it's a beautiful place and it's, I had a a great French 75 there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So, um, what's nuts is, is he then gets cut off and the, the bartender cuts them off. The wait staff, uh, the server says that they've been cut off and then the 25 year old gets up, 
and starts repeatedly yelling, you aren't my mom. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> That's so um, embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It sounds like it's you very... make that a sound for TikTok. Yeah. It's very close <laughs> to the server's face, is very aggressive, grabs her by the arm, then says he didn't do that. He's, you know, he's not, you know, he, he's a mean drunk, clearly. Oof, um, the worst. The worst. Um, oh, but boy. I do love that he said that. And then when he got kicked out, of course, um, he said he was going to return the next night and show videos of the expensive cars he had. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Not the cars. The yeah. cars. No one wants prove... to see your souped-up Honda Civic, okay? No yeah. one cares. Please. Well, clearly he has some money because he was there uh, a week later, too. And he, his family was still staying there. So maybe this was night one and this was kind of the Oof. end of the, uh, the trip. Oh, but man. long a long oh, trip. So they have money. Yeah, if you're staying with Grand Floridian for a week, you have money, um, which explains and getting that you're wasted not my off Enchanted Rose. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Um, so he went back in and acted like nothing was wrong, uh, and uh, they didn't even talk to him. They just alerted the police, and the police came and got him. And he was like, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about," and then like admitted to it, but he won't talk about it. So um, he's wait, not... he grabbed a cast member and he wasn't arrested. Like, well, he has money. Office... He has money. Yeah, yeah. he refused to like. Talk. He's probably got connections. The sheriff's office submitted battery charges to the state's attorney's office, but so far he's not been charged with a crime. So there has been stuff submitted, but sounds sounds about sounds about white. Sounds yeah. about white. You'd have yeah. to tell me. Yeah. Um sounds about yeah. white and rich. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. So there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Things are nutso out there. Um <laughs> and people are losing their minds. But if it makes you feel any better, now none of that stuff happened this week. It just all got reported this week. So we've been crazy for several months. Um yeah. But there you go. That's Beware Our Guest, a, a big, massive addition. All righty. Uh, now we're going to move on to a brand new segment uh, that we are coming back for the day after <laughs> we finish recording. So hi. Uh, I probably said different different microphone. Hello, it's Dave again. Um, the, um, we're calling this, because the first time we've done this, where there was so much news Friday morning, we're like, wait, 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 wait. We want to put it in this week's podcast. So Nathan and myself and Sarah are back today, and we're calling this a brand new drumroll, a new drum segment roll. for our podcast, Last Minute Magic. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we have three ginormous pieces of news that we thought were worthy of talking about uh, on this week's cast, so we're back, and uh, I'll start. The first one is um, uh, uh, finally officially announced. Uh, the replacement for Splash Mountain at both Walt Disney World, uh, uh, Magic Kingdom, and Disneyland here in California is going to be called, drumroll please, we all know it's based on Princess the Frog, but the name of the attraction is Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Womp, womp. <laughs> I'm glad the focus groups figured that one out. Good job. Because <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, having gone through so many naming exercises professionally in my career, it always boils down to marketing sort of like putting their foot down. Doesn't it feel like an SEO title? It's like we need to make this as search optimized as possible. Like, because mm-hmm. the full title is like Princess and the Frog, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, a Star Wars story. I mean, like, there's just so much to it. <laughs> a splash, a splash mountain story, a splash yeah. mountain story. That's what there you need to put Episode on the one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, Splash Mountain, the whole mountain range thing is, is, is clever, but not necessarily modern, right? That that's a nostalgia thing right. that, that 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 they stick to that, and they haven't kept it going really. I mean, what, after Splash Mountain, when was the last we like the when was the last time we had a new mountain attraction? We're not yeah. calling it Tron Mountain, 
right? Like it's, Tron Mountain. <laughs> or or, or the, what's the Grizzly Gulch coaster in Hong Kong? That didn't get a mountain yeah. thing to it. So, like, I get people want lo- loving the Splash Mountain name, but I would not have kept it either. I just no. don't know if Tiana's Bio Adventure is anything more than, um, you know, strategic branding, and that's it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's couldn't it's have been like Bayou Splash. Like, well, okay, here's okay. So we know what the plot is now too, which is they're gathering ingredients for a Mardi Gras party. So that's why they're in the swamp. Um, they're getting, uh, you know, ready for a big Mardi Gras, which of course is going to be the end at the riverboat scene that we get after the drop, you know? So my guess is this is what my initial thought is of this story, right? Is it's going to be, you're going to go help Tiana get in the swamp to get some stuff. You'll probably meet mama Odie. And then of course there's going to be something bad. And then you drop down the falls, right? right? That's kind of the idea. And then you have, Oh, we're safe. We're gonna have a Mardi Gras party. That seems like what it's going to be. So why don't you call this thing Mardi Gras Falls? Or like I don't like Mardi Gras Mountain at all because I don't. It's not a mountain. No, it's by you. No. But yep. like Mardi Gras Falls makes sense, or Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras Splash, Falls. or just yep. something like. Yeah. This is Mardi like Gras sounds like a party. Yeah. Right. And it's weird because it feels like this. The, the new mantra is, oh well, people won't go on it if it's not named a thing they know, which is so stupid because they're they're already paid for going to the park, like. They're going to ride anything that's in the park. That's what you do. When you're paying yeah. $10,000 a day or whatever it is now, feels like yeah. it, and yeah. you can only ride two things anyways because Disney plus magic whatever is not working, <laughs> like you're going to ride whatever you can get on. So it doesn't matter. At this point, it just feels like they have like some sort of algorithm or like formula to name their rides. Like It'll be main character's name, um, main thing, so like whatever, and then adventure. So like Remy's Ratatouille adventure, like, yep. and then Tiana's Bayou adventure. So like for whatever next ride it'll be, I don't know, it'll be Tron bicycle adventure. Like, I don't know, like that's just, <laughs> that just feels like the formula that they're yeah. using for all Tron of their new bicycle. rides. Oh, Tron Lightcycle Adventure <laughs> makes me so sad. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong, but this is, I mean, I don't want to say that adventure is not a title. This, there was a, a, a great uh, Twitter feed um, by uh, La, La Parkorama, uh, mm. on uh, Twitter, and he and he went through and put all the adventure ones. So Indiana Jones Adventure, right? But they have Temple yeah. of the Forbidden Eye, at least. E.T. Yeah. Adventure, Amazing Adventure, Spider-Man, Ratatouille, the, uh, the Adventure, which is the name of it in Paris. It's Ratatouille, yeah. the Adventure. Yeah. California Adventure, um, The Adventures of Curious George, American Adventure, uh, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, Ellen's Energy Adventure, Misadventure yeah. Falls, Oy. Islands of Adventure, River Adventure, um, Inner uh, Adventure Through Inner Space, um, Adventures by Disney, which is a company they have, right? Yeah. Um, Star Tours: The Adventure Continues. Hagrid's <laughs> Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Adventure. Uh, up a Great Bird Adventure. Uh, Web Slingers: A Spider-Man Adventure. Like, oh man, Adventures oh. been around, but that's a comprehensive list. Thank you, Parkerama. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't even know Web Slingers had adventure in the title. Like that's crazy. I mean, that's the There's thing. So many adventures. We're gonna call this thing Tiana's. I mean, we're, that's what oh, everyone's yeah. going to call it. Tiana's princess Rider. and the Frog Ride. They're going to call it Princess and the Frog Ride. Yeah. They're going to call yeah. it the Princess and the Frog Ride. It's, yeah. That's what it's going to be. I mean, I will give them one thing. Like, thank goodness that they're fighting against putting the word ride on things. Because mm-hmm. I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you, I fought tooth and nail at Universal not to call it Men in Black the Ride. They wanted that so bad. Oh. And <laughs> and, and I, we, we, all of Universal Creative, and I had Phil had him on my side. We were like, no, it, 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 this can be, you're going to show pictures of this every time you advertise yeah. it. We don't need to tell people it's a ride. So yeah. Alien Attack was a fight. Trust me. Well, so it was I, worth I, it. You get alliteration, which we love. Thank you. And you get a rhyme. It's, it's just <laughs> the best. 
Mardi Gras madness, Mardi Gras splash, Mardi Gras mayhem. By, like, I mean, I don't like Bayou splash because Bayou's <laughs> don't really splash, but like yeah. Bayou something, like anything. Like this is just so lame. So Victoria couldn't make it for today. She's actually heading over to Florida, but she did want us to read um, this uh, this quote from her. And okay. she says, yeah, so she says, I cannot wait to see Splash Mountain one last time, mainly so I can give it the middle finger. <laughs> Opening the door to representation is far more important than living in the past of harmful African-American stereotypes. Fuck that mountain. And I honestly couldn't agree more. Well, I think that Splash Mountain is a fun ride. It, it, the history behind it and the ride itself and the people that are such Splash Mountain purists, like y'all are racist. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's just no way about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think I'm just I'm glad that we're finally getting some sort of representation in the parks and in a meaningful way of having it be a, a, an actual massive ride, not just the little, you know, mm-hmm. rinky dinky. Um, like I said, Tiana's Mardi Gras party in the corner over there. Like it's an actual ride. <laughs> right. Um, a yeah, huge yeah, attraction. So- can we can we rep- reply to those purists with the hashtag fuck that mountain? Like, I really, <laughs> yeah. really like that. That's a great quote. See, I really do wonder how many people knew that it was about like the Song of the South. Like how many people really, because I didn't know that sure. up until a few years ago. Right. Like it doesn't have Song of the South everywhere. Like it's such an obscure movie at this point and it's not really even played anymore. Like you can't really find it. Um, so I, I do think it's on Disney Plus now, but with a with a warning uh, or like a, Is it? No, it's not. a disclaimer. No, it's not. No, no that's what I was going okay. to No, 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 it's never been up. The, 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 mm. So this is what I was going to say. I actually own a Laserdisc of this movie from that, <laughs> oh. was, that was released in Japan in the 80s. And um, which is awesome because the, the songs are actually not not only is it is there a dub track of the dialogue that the songs are dubbed, except oh, wow. for where, except for lines like Zibidi Duda, <laughs> which is sung in English, which is great, but the rest yeah. in J- Japanese. And like, you know, I bought it in the 80s because I'm an animation nerd and the mm. animation in that movie is from a very specific era of animators and it's some of the best the studio ever produced. And, and I got mm-hmm. it for that. But even then. It was like, and it's not, here's the thing, and this is my white privilege speaking, I will completely cop to this. When you watch the movie objectively in terms of just a story, don't think about, don't think about history now, think about when it was told then. The, 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 the parent or the parents of the movie, the white parents of the movie are the worst people in it. Like Uncle Remus is actually a very, very kind character to these kids. Is it a stereotype? Yes, 100%. 100%. Hundred percent. But it's this very gentle, genteel, unfortunately for the time, take on that subject and it's wrong now but it's like there's an there's a there's there's a historical reason for it to exist which i completely uh Mm -hmm. uh, support and disney actually produced and never released a dvd of this i had a friend who worked as a producer on the behind the scenes stuff and there was a whole thing where they were going to code the dvd evidently so you had to watch it was at the beginning of the movie you couldn't skip it this like 10 or 15 minute i think panel discussion with Mm. like uh, with Maya Angelou and right and Whoopi Goldberg and like um, black film uh, 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 film studies people and historians and like to say here's what this was and why and what you're about to see and right. and which I commend and then there was a whole documentary about the making of it and the animation and they ended up scrapping it entirely and not releasing it because they realized even with that context it's why are we showing this yeah well, other, it's interesting because other Whoopi than was, nostalgia, yeah, Whoopi was a part of, if I remember correctly, the Tom and Jerry re-release because they had a bunch of Tom and Jerry cartoons that the adult legs, which, as you know, yeah. all these old cartoons, there was like an adult, but you all, all you ever saw was legs, was a pretty much a mammy stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, and they redid her yeah. lines and they re-released them because all you saw were her feet, so you could just redo the the, the lines and kind of yeah. do it. But she came out and was like in the introduction for that and everything. So there was, I remember that period of digital media or that physical media where 
it was sort of like, we're going to bring these things out, but we're going to have context. And that's interesting that it almost happened. My thing again is like, no matter where you stand on Splash Mountain, it's, it's, they were never going to name this thing Splash Mountain, a song of the South adventure, right? <laughs> like they never will acknowledge that it's part of the same thing. And if you, that's a weird dis, dissonance to have. So like, even if this movie, let's say Song of the South was completely fine and it was not offensive. Um, no one talks about it anymore, right? Like it's not, yeah. no one really loves that property. It's sort of like, I don't know. I, I like, we love the three caballeros, but we have no connection with their original film, right? Like necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. And it's sort of like that same thing of, well, I don't know, like it's fine, but whatever. We'd probably be getting rid of this anyway, right? Like right. it's one of those things where it just makes logical sense to move forward and do something different. So maybe have a better name, but again, <laughs> we're all excited for it. Yeah. Well, speaking of moving forward into the future, Tomorrowland has got a couple of big updates. Sarah, why don't you start with yours first? Yeah, so um, just in time for its 47th birthday, The People Mover has a new uh, narrator. So we have a new written narrator that has been um, released, I believe, today. Um, And it is for the first time since 1994 with a lot of references to 1994. There has been a lot of changes um, where they will say um, things like uh, the narrator will ask um, for guests to keep their hands, arms, feet, and other appendages inside the vehicle tentacles so very, yeah, <laughs> yeah which, is, which I thought was kind of cool because it could um it's also very um uh for I don't know what's the word uh, inclusive for people who might have um disabilities and they will maybe be like wearing um prosthetic legs so that could be I thought that was maybe like something like a nod to that maybe I don't know oh, maybe, maybe I'm reaching um and they're also saying to supervise uh younger beings um I don't know if this is um because I don't really know a lot about the people mover, at least mm-hmm. before my time, unfortunately. Um, so it seems like there's a lot of changes um, with nods to the 1994 version. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Sorry, you're showing your you West Coast already. ignorance. I, I mean, really am, because yeah. I wish we had the people mover so no. bad. <laughs> But I, no, they had to. Disney just had to fuck it up and take no, over West Coast. I, I, the, there's very, there's not a lot of rocket rods out there. But if you go to my YouTube, I actually have a full ride through of it uh, that I shot. Really? On a, yes, that I shot on a, a digital camcorder back in the '90s, and it's terrible. It's just like you know, the, 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 because none of, they used the existing people mover track, but did a fast ride, and yeah, none of those yeah. ports could do it. So they had to slow down around corners because they couldn't bank anything. They, 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 if they wanted to make it fast and thrilling, they were going to have to change all the track. So it just was a bad decision. I'm, I'm a huge comp- uh, proponent of rides in theme parks that are purely for the benefit of seeing the park like slow mm-hmm. scenic rides like the train or the or the sky buckets or, or the sky they're liner, literally you know. the best rides in the parks like they I, really I, are and they they're being taken out of a lot of parks left and right for a lot of reasons i mean um throughput uh some of sometimes it's in the case of the sky buckets it's um uh, uh ada access right which is why yeah. it's got the, this, the new skyliner transport is so why they're so huge for that reason but like it's also I, wild to have sky buckets like in general <laughs> yeah i you know i i just i miss those attractions so that whenever i go to magic kingdom people mover is high on my list to go on yes. it always is you said, Nathan, it's the best ride in Tomorrowland. Don't you? It's the best ride in Tomorrowland. Uh, there's a great uh, Disney Dan video. If you guys know Disney Dan, he rode. Yeah, yeah I love Mover. Disney Dan. He rode the People Mover all day. So they basically just <laughs> let him stay on. Um, and you get to see him slowly d- drop into madness. Um, so it's wonderful. Um, but no, yeah, right. I love this. It's got the TTA blue line reference. Uh, I love the reference to that. I love that um, 
they mention later on, like in the safety announcement, that if you have wings, uh, jetpacks or gravity polarizers to make sure to not take the flight, uh, take to not take flight while on board. Of course, if you have wings, is a reference there to the, to the right. old That's attraction. Great. And I like having Orac back. I like this like middle road they're finding between going full 1994. Like this is a. It was like if you guys remember the 94 Tomorrowland. It's very much like a, a Batu light. They really tried to make everything connect and. Yeah, you know, working out, and then slowly it's been like losing it. Um, so I don't mind this. I think this is a nice way to attach things together and and, and put it. I so we knew this was coming because they announced needing a voice for it. I've listened to it a couple times now, and I think I think it's Dave Holmes. If you know Dave Holmes, oh, um, it sounds exactly like Dave Holmes. I, um, I'm friend. I'm friends with Dave Holmes. I will ask him. Please ask him because <laughs> because I was wondering if there's a connection there because I know that uh, you have friends that know him. So. Um, I, I mean, you listen to it and you let me know if you think it sounds like Dave Holmes before you okay, bother him. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a little bit there where like intonations and stuff. That I was like, I think this is, but I don't know why he would do a cold, a cold call lead. Uh, I mean, he's a writer. He does other things, but who knows? Maybe he decided to do this thing. I, anyways. Wild. Not, okay. Now I can't wait. And I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. So, uh, I think so anyway. Um, we'll find out. All right. Well, our, 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 then our last thing in Tomorrowland, uh, Nathan, is uh, another big uh, addition. Yas, honey, it's a glow up. Glow up. <laughs> wow. Can you do that again? Can you... I need to hear that again, please. I need please. to hear that again. Can you say that again? Sure. Yas, honey, it's a glow up. Okay, that's yes. good. Great, great, great. <laughs> and by the way, that can, there are variants to that. You can say Henny instead that's of true. honey. Yas, Henny, or Queen, obviously. So any of those right. are appropriate, just so you know. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, I feel like, I, I, you know, I'm going to say that was some straight stereotyping there. I know Henny. I know things. I made but choices. You know, hunty. Hunty is that a, right. That's a, that's a, that's an advanced level. Hunty. That's an yeah. advanced level. Hunty is advanced. Hunty is advanced. So. <laughs> um, Next Pride Month, Nathan. It's okay. Yeah. It's see, guys, it's July 1st now. So the this is a re-recording. <laughs> we recorded on June 31st. Now it's July 1st. So, you know. Like any corporation, I don't have to. I don't have to yas anything for for at least another year. Um, I'm more I just, I just totally gasplained to you. That you did gasplain. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Um, Dave, how does that privilege feel? Oh, yeah. my gay privilege. Yeah, well. Oh, I feel so. I feel so oppressed over here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> culture is. Yeah, Nathan's getting oppressed by the white gay man and the black woman. Yeah, yes. culture's it flying by. I need to go watch <laughs> a Gina Carino movie. I'm. I'm. This is. This is enough. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, yes, the last big update is to a, a big old Carousel of Progress glow up. Uh, the future finale, uh, all of the characters in that finale, the Christmas finale, have gotten new clothes and new hair. Um, everyone's looking real good now, everybody. Um, Grandpa's got himself a new sweater. Um, the uh, daughter has a, uh, a Progress Tech shirt. It's like a, it's like a hoodie she's wearing. Um, and it says School of Urban Planning, which I thought was really cool. I don't know, Dave. You look at this. So you look at the original. They have um, WWNT, of course, has an article on this. And you look at the original. She's wearing sort of a pink uh, sweater, and she's got uh, ski boots, it looks like. Right. And this new one, she's sort of got like uh, this. I th Now, I'm I'm speaking out of turn, but those boots, they're like mountain boots. I'm I'm getting lesbian vibes now from Daughter on Progress <laughs> Carousel. We've got a nice a hoodie. She's would, very excited about these big boots. Well, she is in college, right? So yeah. maybe it's a, a some she's experimentation. Starting 
starting to broaden her horizons sure yeah absolutely. yeah yeah she's planning you know there's there's a lot more than just urban planning going on at that she's college. the progressive queen of the family she's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. yelling with her grandpa yeah over yeah. politics no we yeah. love no 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 they're a progress family we love them i'm not having don't you <laughs> that's like breaking up something in my heart don't you say that this family fights i don't know this, this, this doesn't <laughs> okay. uh, all right, all right. biggest biggest glow up well no i'm not gonna say biggest glow up but grandma finally doesn't look like absolute trash um she looked awful in the original one um, she had the frumpiest dress on and now oh, it's like she's like styling terrible the now she's looking good like a bird's nest and it's yeah now better. she looks now she looks a little bit like helen mirren and i'll take it um <laughs> i will absolutely take that yeah uh we have some great references here um the uh the son is sort of dressed in a better non-90s striped shirt um there's references his uh there a couple of them are wearing uh, reindeer, uh, the reindeer from the classic Christmas uh, parade, one of them with its tongue out uh, slippers, which are yeah. pretty cool. Um, the father has got a new look too, uh, and his apron says, my food rocks, which is a is a reference. It's weird to have a old Epcot reference in the middle of Tomorrowland, but it clearly is. But here's the thing. It. I want you guys to look at that, uh, look at photos of father and tell me he does not, his hairstyle, his new hairstyle doesn't make him look exactly like Norm MacDonald. He looks exactly oh, wow. like Norm MacDonald. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's kind of creepy, actually. Yeah, you can't unsee it once you see it, folks. No, uh, and then no. and then mother is still wearing her scarf because, hell yes, um, but she's got sweet glasses um, and uh, her hair is uh, now up in a bun kind of thing and she's looking good. She's looking like a real entrepreneur. She's got her, you know, her sensey uh candle stuff figured out and she's she's working she's on definitely that for... a publisher but oh yeah she's, she's got her things going yeah. but like but why are the computers and laptops and vr helmets still like from decided yeah. in 1994 <laughs> that tree I mean, is yeah peak sears catalog 92 um yeah. and... the kitchen just needs to change overall yeah i think what, i think we're seeing yeah i think this is all being done in the evenings right um and i think i, I would not be surprised if before our next podcast comes out there's even more changes to this last scene yeah, and they're not upgrading anything until they get rid of the line. You didn't even have a car phone. So until that line goes away. Car phone. Kids, there used to be a time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem come, children, these... come children yeah. and sit around the fire while I, while I tell you about car phones. Yeah, the car problem phones of... are such a good idea, though. Like, it's such a good idea. I think we need yeah. to have that today because my phone dies all the time. The problem, yeah. of course, with this scene is it's not the future anymore. It's basically the present, and, and it's yeah. still... 2010 in aesthetic so yeah. i hope they keep moving forward uh with this one but uh, well it'll be it'll be a post-apocalyptic scene if they really want to update it correctly so <laughs> oh boy well ladies and gents we're out here trying to get some gas and uh, <laughs> sold mother off to the to the battle dome so we can have some turkey um oh, can we please nathan can you and i can you and i just write that and record it and dub it over the scene i'd be more can than just to. that would be ugh. Um, we do have one more piece of news that just got released, and this is attached to something we were talking about um, last night during our recording, is we have more information about the $5,000 Kyber Crystal cocktail and why, oh, right. why you're paying $5,000. Yeah. So we'll end on this because I wanted to make sure we, we connect to this. So the drink is four drinks slash cups. So the cocktail is Camus Cognac. Uh, Cognac? Where am I? At, I'm losing <laughs> my mind. Cogn I can't say it. Someone Cognac. say the word. Cognac. Cognac. Why can't I say it? Sometimes you can't say it until you hear it. Um, so it's 4.16, I guess is what, I don't know what that means, but it's it, it, Yuzu and Kumquat. Um, and then Grand Marnier uh, looks like they're like high-end version. Yeah, it's the grand high-end Grand Marnier. Yeah, like all of those boozes that they mentioned, just so everybody knows, are like super top shelf. Like yeah. Very incredibly top shelf. 
So the three, so you get a you get a cocktail, and then you get three shots. The three shots are Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve. That's twenty three year old bourbon. Um, uh, Taylor's Kingsman Edition, very old tawny port, and uh, let's see here, Watanashi Gin. So those are the three. Um, also, you get uh, all of these cups are silver plated, and you get to keep all four of the cups. You also get a Star Wars backpack, a water bottle, and some other gifts, and a hyperspace themed room decoration. So just for reference, just so everybody knows, just that gin alone. Watanashi gin, a small bottle of it, like 750 milliliters. So we're talking like this bit, you know, tiny right. little half bottle is $2,600. Okay. Maybe this so, is a deal. So, so, yeah. these, I mean, so these ingredients are not just your average cocktail. These are things that like cocktail nerds like salivate about. Well, that's cool. <laughs> that bur- that bourbon is a really good one. It has the dumbest name, but it's really quite renowned. You also get um, a bottle of sparkling wine from Skywalker Ranch, and you cool. get a voucher good for one person to visit the ranch. So, I love that. I yeah. thought that was such a great detail, but like one person? Yeah, it's weird. No, it's weird. I thought it would be four because right. it's like it three shots and three shots and a cocktail. cocktail. Or maybe I guess three people. Like, you know, there's yeah. probably yeah. an upcharge. It's probably like when you call the book it, they're like, and you ask for more people, like, oh, that will be another sure. thousand dollars a person. Like, screw that. But yeah. still, I mean, just it's easier the just to know somebody at Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, okay. I mean, I think that's an interesting perk. It, I'm, it's, it doesn't make it any less like, oh, this is you know for the beyond one percenters. Of but course. at least it's not just the drink, you know. Yeah, and the interesting thing, of course, is the cam to, uh, to know the the thing that holds it does not come with it, so you do not get to have that. So that's kind you of don't get the ice cream maker. No, nope, you don't get the ice cream maker. It's kind of weird. I feel like just give, I mean, at that price point. Um, but hey, you know, I, I'll say this. I still think it's as I, as Dave, as you said, I think it's kind of a, a high end deal, but I mean, you get a tour Skywalker ranch. Okay. Like there's, right. there's something to it. Like you probably be paying the majority of that just for a tour of, of that place, you know, yeah. whatever they're doing. So, um, right. okay. Sure. But I feel like that Skywalker ranch, like little tour, is one of those things that you kind of forget about. It's like when you like get a voucher <laughs> and you just like, you have a, that group on in the back that you're like, dang, it's going to expire soon. I really got to go. But like, you just don't yeah. go. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, yeah. I have like it's... a massage that I should have gotten a month ago, but it's still sitting there. Sara, you got to understand. But it's just, I don't know. <laughs> Sara, Star Wars fans that buy a $5,000 Star Wars cocktail <laughs> aren't going to forget about Skywalker Ranch. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, you still got to fly to Northern California, right? Like, like yeah. it's still, there's yeah. airfare involved if you don't live there, you know? Yeah. I think they figure at this hotel, point. the hotel, the taxi, everything. I don't yeah. think they're worried about any of this. You bought a $5,000 <laughs> cocktail. I don't think they're worried about this. So there you go. There's updates and, and, New information and and a little little uh, last minute magic there for you and the last minute magic 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 magic. <laughs> so there's some last minute magic. Thanks for uh, listening. Um, as always, Rat Castle is produced by the incredible Nathan Hartman. Please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode and tell all your friends how awesome we are. You can check out our website at ratcastlepodcast.com podbean p-o-d-b-e-a-n.com send us questions at bit.ly slash ratcastle please send us questions we're getting lonely over here we love reading <laughs> viewer mail we love reading your uh, 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 your compliments and your complaints and your weirdness please send us stuff <laughs> and uh, and with that please grab your belongings and exit to the left Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>